If you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... This week's shakeout sounded a lot like you're drowning. Yeah. It was a baby shake. It was a series of baby shakes. Not like shaking baby syndrome, but just baby shakes. Yeah. Shaking. Different. Like it's baby shake and I helped. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys want... Do you guys want some? God, I started both episodes this week with a terrible joke. Uh, do you, don't you do that every episode? That is joke, that my job? That's in the that's ears of job. the beholder, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. That I feel like is in your job resume yeah. at this point, your job description. In the yeah. CV. Yep. Inappropriate joke openings. Yep. Done. Ah, hello. Well-timed burps. Hi. Hi, friends. How are we? Hi. 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 Hello. Hi. Ooh, now we're getting the sexy voice. Hi. Hello. Hello, listeners. <laughs> this is the Booze and Bruce podcast. You're like Jim uh, Carrey in, um, in, uh, in every Color. Jim Carrey movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, the In Living Color one where he Yeah, 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 where he, where he was like the lady who did a lot of steroids. Yep. Yeah. V- Vera. Venus I don't remember DeMilo what her name was. Like that. I just yeah. remember she had the pigtails and then always. And then every like, time she laughed, it sounded like a horse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never watched In Living Color. Oh, that I was like the one it. thing. It was like I felt kind of like, ooh, sneaky sneak, because my parents, for some reason, did not mind us watching it, because Homie the Clown was like, oh, it's kind of funny, and it's a clown, even though it's not meant for children at oh, all. Oh, yeah. Was oh, it, it was on good. late? Is it like Saturday Night Live late? No. It, it was late. It was on like Thursday night, too, if I, or Friday night. It might have been Friday at like eight or nine. I'm, we we used to watch it as a family. We enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Fun for everyone. It Fun is. for the whole family. Oh, we don't play silly. that. And then they have the two like really gay fashiony people. Two snaps and, and a, something. Yeah. Oh. Um welcome to men on whatever the yeah, thing yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Men on men. Men on yeah. men. And then yeah. and then my know. brother and I Maybe? um were so good. We actually had the entire Homie the Clown Christmas special memorized. Wow. And we used to do it in the back of the car while we were on road trips. Damn, you're a nerd. To uh, uh, amuse our parents. Wow. Amuse air quotes. Yeah. They would ask for it and then we would switch roles where I would do the kids and he would do Homie the Clown. And then switch again where I would do Homie and he would do the kids. How old were you? I don't know. So Living Color was like 1991, maybe. Your brother was a little guy. He's a little baby boy. Like, he was like five. It's fine. Don't make that face. He's fine. He's a well-rounded adult now. I don't judge your brother. I'm just surprised he remembered all of that. That's because my brother's an awesome dude. Yeah? Who remembers everything. No, his brother (laughs) is an awesome dude who got into a wrestling fight with his cousin. Would you like to hear this story? Yeah. My cousin, uh, my cousin Brian, who is a delightful human being. Wait, now. Just pause. Um, what if I just been like, no? No. Okay, let's talk about the podcast. <laughs> my, my, delightful no, cousin, no. my delightful cousin, Brian, who I, who I love very dearly, uh, and my brother, apparently. So this is my cousin Brian's first communion. Oh, I was like, this is recent or? No, no, no. no. Okay. First communion. It Eight was years Brian's old. first communion. I don't know what happened, but they had a nice house in Madison, and they had uh, a, a living room that had a side room that was sort of like a sitting room, and there was uh, glass doors uh, sort of separating the two rooms. Okay, so okay. It's a very I'm, formal, in, I'm watching old television, 
in the living room and all of a sudden I look to my left and I see my brother with who's a slight young man a slight young man with my cousin Brian in a headlock <laughs> It is my cousin Brian's first comedian, and he is ramming his head into a couch, and then I think he ripped his boot near off. <laughs> I, to this day, no one knows what the argument was about or what happened. Oh, it was Only a legitimate that, fight. It wasn't oh, just yeah. like, we go roughhousing. No, this no. is not, oh, we're roughhousing. It's a fuck you. Get your head into this goddamn couch. I'm smashing it. It was incredible. And your brother doesn't remember why he was so mad. I don't know if anybody remembers why it happened, but it is great. Did any adult step in? No. no, well, they did eventually after I was there. After I was like, they finished their beer. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Dad, look at this. <laughs> and then he came over and then my, they uh, my had uncle a Basil came over and we all laughed and then they eventually <laughs> and then separated they them. Out. Yeah. You definitely have to look at it, take in its majesty and then be like, all right, stop What's it. happening yeah. in there is something special that we may never get back again. So yeah. let's enjoy it while we can. Because Dave, man, he's a little dude. Like yeah, he's, he's a, a, sk- he's a skinny, skinny little guy. So to see him like actually, oh, I would love it to was, see It was that. magnificent. But anyway, uh, memories, you That's guys. delightful. Yeah. Family violence. Family violence. And I blame in living color. I'm going to circle back. All right. I <laughs> I have nothing. You for have that. nothing for no. living color? My okay. sister once stabbed me through the wrist with a pair of scissors. That's well, a little different. You told us like, about that. I that have scars in one side of my wrist, listeners, out the other side of my wrist. Pair of scissors. See, our families <laughs> just takes the, they, we just head ram into a couch no this is family take we just actual do, murder yeah, objects yeah wwe jake the snake roberts no DDT we go stuff. straight to martial law <laughs> <laughs> yeah we went straight to corporal punishment wow in the Jesus. that's incredible um uh speaking of martial law i get to go first this week that was actually a really good transition oh, okay. like um so wait, this- wait welcome to the booze and brews oh, podcast oh god guys you guys we have an it's a double yeah it's a- we said hello but then we never said who we were sorry because oh, we didn't do we our did the like voice. annoying we did weird other voices i yes. did this version and then that got me on a jim carrey so welcome friends to the booze and brews podcast Hi. we Hi. are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories and drink thematically appropriate bar yeah so this week i'm sure you guessed it's is a double up. Yep. So it's episode two. Yeah. So fourth, third beer of the day. However, one of them was 12%. Yep. And the one we're drinking right now is 8%. And That's the one right. before this was also eight. No, six. 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 It was only so, six. But yeah, so this week we are celebrating Vanessa's return from New Orleans. Yeah, Nolens. Nolens. So we're doing Nolens part deux. Part deux. Yeah. So I just came back from Nolens, uh, which is a delightful city. Yeah. Um, your people are very friendly. Your very drinks drunk. are very strong and very disgusting. Um, <laughs> your cemetery is super cool. Blue sugar and booze. And yeah. your cemetery kitties. Yeah. Oh, I made friends with a cemetery kitty. Her name was Sasha. She loved me the best. It made my whole day. I made friends with a black cat in a fucking cemetery. It was delightful. <laughs> in like Voodoo Central. Yeah. It was fucking perfect. Um, yeah. So your beer in New Orleans, delicious. Spent an entire day going beer tasting. Went to a bunch of different breweries. Had a great time. You're like fishbowl of of disgusting Cheap icy liquor. goo bullshit. Why do people drink that? You know good liquor exists. Yeah. You don't have to pay you ten dollars for a fishbowl of no, diabetes you, and alcoholism. No, you 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 pay yeah, for you the do. ten dollars of fishbowl of alcoholism and diabetes, and then you bang so much because you're drunk no uh, and, no uh, then you get the refill for seven dollars and then you cannot bang and then you got that drunk dick he's so whiskey dicked yeah, yeah. you're they done they call it nola dick <laughs> nola dick 
<laughs> you know what dick you get? No. Yeah. Love. Um <laughs> No love. No love dick. Um the, the honestly though, the city is gorgeous. Your architecture is lovely. Your beignets are delicious. <laughs> um I went on a ghost tour, which was really cool. However, do you know what you actually see a ton of when you go on a walking ghost tour in New Orleans? What's that? Other walking ghost tours of New Orleans. Oh, we legitimately it it was like uh, you're not special. It was like prostitutes fighting for a corner to see who like got to stand in front of the haunted building and who had to stand further down the block and who had to stand like kind of around the corner and be like we're gonna walk by it once the other people leave. It's ridiculous oh, the amount of sucks. ghost tours they that they very much lean into their spoopiness. Mm-hmm. I went to I went to uh, the Lollery Mansion yes. and I stood outside of the Lollery Mansion at night and Ooh. they lighted up in oh, red lights and it nice. looks fucking badass yes. i'll post pictures you're just I, waiting for the ghost of dead slaves to yeah, just like just start waiting screaming. for fucking crab dude and caterpillar lady to come out <laughs> um they didn't um and then um i went to the marie laveau voodoo museum and then i went to the voodoo shop and i yes. bought some voodoo charms i got the voodoo charm in my pocket yeah keep it in your right pocket it's in my right pocket you're a lady goes in your right pocket uh-huh I, well i or don't know if i can call bed. myself a lady well it's you're either a lady or a gentleman those are your options. Yep. Well, okay. I'm a, I mean, you could keep it in your middle pocket, I guess. Just stick it up your cooter. Right. It's up. fine. Stick the, it's a charm of a dog. You stick a dog up your pussy. A cow dog. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> Dogs and cats do not coexist like that. So no dog in the pee. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to jump into my story. Yeah. Because it's downhill from here, man. <laughs> Shit. If you're still listening, Vanessa's If you're gonna... still listening, this is Bitch and Your Pussy Beer Drink Podcast. Go fuck yourself. I would Jesus listen to that. Christ. I would listen to that. Infowars.com. Infowars.com. Gay shrimp. Gay shrimp. Gay shrimp. We are not Committing going suicide. down that rabbit hole again. God. Uh, you, need to, you need to get this thing back on the rails okay, because this beer is mixing with my brain. So I'm, the beer is really good. The more I drink it, the more I like it. Um, so for my haunted New Orleans, I picked a location that there wasn't a ton online about, but they talked about a lot on our ghost tour. And then I talked to other locals about while I was there because I was like fascinated by this fucking story. Um, so I am telling you the story of the Andrew Jackson Hotel. The Andrew Jackson? The Andrew Jackson Hotel. Oh. Um, so the I Andrew- hope there's no one in this country that's listening to this that goes, who's Andrew Jackson? I'm sure there are 14 people <laughs> listening to this right now who have no idea who interjection is okay. <laughs> from this country. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, so he's the he's that guest he's the judge on American Idol right that's yeah. Andrew Jackson Andrew yeah, that's Jackson that's the guy that's him right yeah. he's like yeah I, lo- I loved your hotel dog a pitchy dog pitchy yeah, dog <laughs> your hotel's a little pitchy dog um, so the Andrew Jackson hotel he's in the middle of the French Quarter it's right on Royal Street so and Royal Street's one of the main thoroughfares within the like heart of the actual old school French Quarter the old like tiny little streets that looks like Europe it's not like anything else you see in Is America it Royale Street we? No, they call it Royal Street. Oh. There was oh god, I'd call it Royal. There was another street. It was Being like oh, there's a street called Burgundy, but it's Burgundy. And Burgundy. I was like, okay, like Stan Van Gundy. Stan Van Gundy Street. Yep, Burgundy. I was like, okay, I get it. New York has a Houston Street, so you can have a Burgundy Street. It's spelled right. fucking Burgundy. It's it's Burgundy Street. God nice, damn it. nice work. Um, Nons. so it is. It's legitimately around the corner from um Marie Laveau's. Uh, like Voodoo Museum, which is her old house. Hmm. So it's like a block and a- around the corner. 
and it is down the street it is one block which is the blocks are tiny you get the blocks are like voodoo? three houses down the street from the lollery mansion you can see the lollery mansion from the andrew jackson hotel do you feel the effects of her voodoo the crab man could make it over there in seconds flat that crab man is over there poking your butt with his pincers <laughs> um so it's a brick building and it's on a lot um the building itself like part of the building has been there since 1890s when they did a big renovation but the foundation of the building has been there for much much longer um, this is like a thing like a like a like a thing that they did was it just all oh, here's here's the rocks that were the foundation we're just going to build some other house on top of it y- not knowing that ghosts love living in rocks yeah well there's a reason for why so the city of new orleans all burned it up twice yeah um, it burned mm. it up in 1786 and then it burned it up again six years later in 1784 so once one by it, cat once it was burned it up yeah once by cat uh once it was burned it up and once they were converting it from a different type of building to a hotel so they had to do major renovations to it to make it a hotel um because at the time it was not a hotel so in its uh in its first iteration, it was a boys' boarding school. Mm. Um, the like f- original foundation for the building, they believe, was built in 1792. They're not Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Yeah, sailed the ocean blue. Sailed the Mississippi Brown River. Mississippi Basin. Brown um, pooped in it. They're not a hundred percent sure. They think that it may actually be older than that um, because there's paperwork that say the building survived the fire of 1786, ah. which would mean it was built before mm. um, 92. But they the building says it's from 92. Um, the building so lies. in the boys, so in the, it was a boys boarding school, which basically the city of New Orleans used to have a huge part of their population killed off every single summer from yellow fever so like all the rich people would leave and all the poor people would stay they would catch yellow fever from each other and they would just drop like hotcakes like a drop like hotcakes like disgusting (laughs) yellow fevered hot yellow fevered hotcakes Mm. Um, I would not you, eat those pancakes. Can you, <laughs> you imagine? Ten out of ten would not eat. Um, <laughs> you know what? No, no, no. If you cover it with enough maple syrup, I bet it's edible. Yeah, yeah. Become, yeah. Nah, nah, and I butter, can't eat that. Butter and maple you syrup. Know you know what? You take the first with. bite. You let me know how it goes. <laughs> okay. Um, well, the good thing is, if you survive yellow fever, you're immune to it. So, oh, well, that's good. Wow. Yeah. If you the trick is living. Yeah, the trick is to live, which most didn't. Didn't. No. Um, not eating so, enough pancakes. Even pancakes couldn't save them. Um, That's on their tombstones. Even pancakes even could pancakes not save them. Murdered by pancakes. Um, if you could put that on my tombstone, that'd be awesome. Murdered by pancakes. Or even pancakes could not save them. All right. All right. I, we put whatever we want on your tombstone. You'll be dead. You I'll won't have care. no choice. Yeah. Your wife can put whatever she wants on your tombstone. I will probably have no say this in what beer, goes on your tombstone. This beer still smells like a cheese plate. It does. It smells like cheese. It tastes a little bit like lip gloss. Yeah, it does. But the more I drink it, the smoother it goes down. Yeah. It's also 8%. It's deceptively light and fruity for 8%. Yeah. I would not have known that it was 8%. No, I would have no. guessed like a five juice bomb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so when it was a boys boarding school, um, in the first fire, or the second big fire through New Orleans in 1794, most of the building was all burned up. They know that for sure. And in that fire, five boys died in the boarding school. Didn't they and see it coming? No, because it goes up so quick. Oh. And it was made entirely of straw. <laughs> oh, okay. And they had this Duh. problem where, like, what they would do is they would ring the church bells to be like, there's a fire. But because there had been a fire six years earlier, they were like really trigger happy with it. So people stopped listening to the bells. So then the people of the church were like, fine, we'll stop ringing the bell as much. Mm-hmm. So then when people came to them the second time, were like, there's a fire, they were like, I don't see a fire. This is what happens when like, you no, put... No, seriously, guys, there's a fire. The no, city is no, burning. No, this is what not. happens when you put Chicken Little in charge of the That's, fire Yes, yeah, so the by the bell. time they finally rung the bell, like, damage had been done. Yeah. 
And there were, the boys school was like very, very full of kids because either your parents died from yellow fever or one of your parents died from yellow fever and the other one is like working poor, crazy hours to try and support themselves. And so they send you to boarding school, which was like half orphanage, half boarding school. Mm. Okay. Um, so they might just send you away because what? they can't afford you. He's, I said poor and Bob looks at me like I, I thought you said heads. whore. I thought you said whore too. Okay. <laughs> I thought you said, I thought it was like one of your parents is dead and the other of your parents is whore. That's what I heard too. Holy shit. definitely heard whore. I said whore. I I thought you just meant like one, like mom's out whoring on the corner. Yeah. Dad's, dad's dead in a fucking city of the dead. Gotta make money somehow. Yeah. Holy shit. Boarding school's not gonna pay for itself. I will enunciate better. I yeah, definitely I, heard I more. So she said that, and then I gave her the you weird look. just stared at me yeah. for a good four and seconds. And I was trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you, woman? Oh, boy. Poor. Continue. Poor. 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 Um, poors. So, fire. Orange. Five boys died in the fire. Oh. Five poor little boys. Um, Sorry, little boys. Yeah. Almost immediately after the fire, as they rebuilt the building, it became a federal courthouse. Okay. Um, and at this Where federal courthouse, uh, they would do a Fuck different off. orphanage. Yeah. Fuck off. Um, so at this federal courthouse is this story about Andrew Jackson, which is why it, the hotel has the name Andrew Jackson Hotel. Really? Andrew Jackson never stayed there. It was not a hotel in the time that Andrew Jackson was alive. Um, so Andrew Jackson, if you don't know who Andrew Jackson is... He was one of our presidents. He also is all fucking over New Orleans, which I was like, that's weird. Is he from New Orleans? No. However, he was like the hero at the Battle of New Orleans. Ah. And the Battle of New Orleans is when America and the French, who it was partially a French colony at that time, were trying to stop the British from trying to take Louisiana back after we bought Louisiana in Louisiana Purchase from France? From France. Sure. From France. Yeah. From France. We bought Louisiana from France. So I was like, there's still a bunch of French people there. We. And and it's America now. And then the British yeah. said, that's an amazing port city because you have oh. access to the Mississippi River. We take. You're right on the Gulf. We would like that. Yeah. So huge war, uh, huge, huge fights. Uh, the Battle of New Orleans was part of the War of 1812. Yeah, so you might have heard, we are Britain. We have a lot of boats. We like boats. Yeah. So what happened is we want this boat town that you have. Britain dug a huge canal that they were like gonna they were gonna like scamper up the sides of, and that's how they were gonna sneak into New Orleans. But then the day that they came to like do their big fight, they forgot to bring ladders or siege tools of any sort, so they idiots. couldn't fucking get out. <laughs> fucking idiots. So they just like put themselves into a crevasse with soldiers on you both just sides. Pick them off, and you- then they got all bloated up. And then they and then they just filled the crevasse with dirt and killed them. Dead bodies. Who fucking idiots? Well, it's like Mississippi River water. Like they're in the water. I hate to be the guy that has to come up from the uh, um, Captain I hate to break it to you But um, we have a little bit of a problem What? What? Well uh, I went down below deck And you know where we normally keep all of the uh, ladders Ladders. Stop Yes Are you telling me we don't have fucking ladders? We I think we forgot them (laughs) You think I'm 90% sure we left them in England Sir Uh, Stab Stab. <laughs> he was man overboard. Man yeah. overboard. Into canal, shot in the head. Yeah. You are now part of the Mississippi River. Yes. Yeah. First dead body into the Mississippi River. Um, Jesus. So, and we, by all Jesus. accounts, we as America should not have won the Battle of New Orleans because we were 
crazy outnumbered and they had all these big ships with much bigger guns than us it's literally because their whole plan was we're gonna sneak in from the sides and then they didn't fucking bring ladders or ropes or any sort of a way <laughs> to get over the sides and so Jackson and his men just like stood on the sides and literally Shot shooting them. fish in a barrel like just kapowie all the British dead Ladies yay we win New Orleans the importance is- of bookkeeping <laughs> on display in the yes. battle of 1812 this is why you double check when you pack man yes. this country could look so much different yeah did i leave my phone charger yes or no yeah did i leave my ladder to did i leave my murder ladders i always tell myself as i'm packing i'm like well i'm i make sure i have the things that can't be replaced because i'm like well they sell things there i'll just buy it there yeah can you imagine they just show up and they're like we'll just go buy some ladders we'll go buy yeah. go to the ace hardware and buy the all the ladders please go to the side and buy some ladders find a home depot and buy ladders home depot oh hello there i know we're at war local <laughs> no, new no. orleans you have to pretend to have I'm an american from accent oh, hello there, yeah. no you gotta there, be americans no, i am a normal you gotta be Amer- french or creole <laughs> a British well, person. I gotta be a British guy trying to be Creole. Yeah. Ah, hey, y'all. I am from Englander. Englander. Do you guys, uh, does your local Home Depot have ladders? Share. Share. <laughs> Mo um, Sherry. Mo Sherry. Wee um, wee. We'll buy them all. <laughs> so, um, so Andrew Jackson won the Battle of New Orleans, which the Battle of New Orleans was a relatively short battle. It was fought from December of 1814 to January of 1815. The Battle of Shooting Fish in a Barrel. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it was the last big battle of the War of 1812. It's what won us the War of 1812. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's why we didn't have to become Britain again. Way to go, America. Um, so while he was here, so here, while he was in New Orleans, while Andrew Jackson was in New Orleans, he was in charge of all the American troops and the French troops because they were underneath us at that point because we had bought the land um so he said i'm declaring martial law on the city of new orleans new orleans is a big port town at this point at this point um and he said at this point (laughs) at this point so he declared martial law and he said no one comes out after dark no one comes into the city and no one leaves the city the city's on lockdown this is how we're going to protect the city because the british can't get in they can't kill us and it worked um (laughs) however the battle ended in January, but Jackson was like, I'm not too sure. They haven't signed the treaty yet. The British are still in the harbor. Still martial law. Oh, I so can... this guy, who has a super Frenchy name, his name is Louis Lulier. Louis Lulier. His, his name is Louis Frenchman. Louis. So Louis, Louis Frenchman, who was like... Louis Frenchy Pants. He was a he was a government guy. He was like in Congress or something, but like locally. Like I'm a representative of the people. Something like that. Oui, oui. Le people. Le people. Um, Le proletarian. <laughs> Seize uh, the means of production. I smoke ten cigarettes. <laughs> um, so he wrote an article under a pseudonym and published it like criticizing Jackson and his use of martial law saying like this is ridiculous like we don't work for you we're not your slaves we should be able to come and go as we please this is our city Jackson yeah, is like this is some bullshit he asks around he figures out who this pseudonym is figures out who this guy is throws him in fucking jail whoa, whoa. he says not nah, freedom of the press motherfucker he says, yeah. he says I don't have time for you I'm trying to fight a war so then a judge named Judge Hall finds out about this and he orders the release of Louis Frenchman. Good. Smart. Good job, Anthony um, Michael Hall. He's like, no, dude, you can't just throw people in jail First Amendment, whenever you dickhead. think like it. Yeah. First Amendment. And so laws. Andrew Jackson said, you know what? I've thought about it. And you know what? You fucking go to jail too. Whoa. So then he threw the, can throw ju- the judge in jail. Martial law, man. He's wartime. You can do whatever the fuck he wants. He's Andrew wow. Jackson. 
And he I was guess. president at some point. Yeah, at this point, he's not. Military man. Yeah. Um. So they put them in jail, and they put them in a jail outside of the city. They banished them from the city limits. He said, you can't come back into this city until the treaty is signed, ending the war, and the British have left our harbor. You can't come back into the city until then. I ain't got time for you and your fucking squabbles. And your law. I'm trying to win a war. Um, so this judge who is like a very fancy uppity, like, uh, kind of a guy, he really disliked having to go to some out in the boondocks, like jail and not be in his fancy house. Yeah. In the French quarter. Yes. So as soon as the treaty is signed and the Brits leave and everyone comes back, um, the very first thing he does is he orders Andrew Jackson to come to his courthouse and like stand trial for being a douche. the illegal use of his martial law and like kicking him out of his house and all of this. Oh. And um and Andrew Jackson's like fine whatever. So he fucking shows up and he apparently shows up in like scraggly clothes he basically shows up in like aj hundreds version of like athleisure wear yeah, like, an, like an acdc t-shirt that he's worn to the gym a and, thousand times and like some like yoga pants like lululemon crocs yeah. you know his hair he's got a messy bun but not an on-purpose messy bun like just, i didn't know i was going out today messy bun um and the judge is like are you fucking kidding me like you're the commander of our army and you show up in fucking yoga pants and he's like whatever i wanted to be comfortable <laughs> you try Andrew Jackson in yoga pants. <laughs> it was right in as yoga <laughs> pants, sir. It was right as Bob was about to take a drink. He almost did a spit take. You need to try Andrew Jackson in, in yoga, yoga pants. pants. <laughs> oh man. Um. So the judge is pissed that he shows up and he's looking all shabby he's not like giving his courtroom any respect what it deserves he feels rodney so dangerfield jackson, no respect so then andrew jackson's like whatever okay i want a trial by jury i want a jury of my peers to sit here and tell me what i did was wrong because i saved your whole fucking city Ooh. the judge is like fuck you yoga pants jackson no nope. trial by jury. I fine you. I fine you a thousand fucking dollars. What is Which that? Which was like a million dollars. A in lo- I didn't times. look it up. It's okay. <gasps> I meant to, but I didn't. It was a lot of money. It was a lot, a lot. A thousand of money. bucks back then was a, it was long a lot time. of money. Um, and so Jackson's like, f- f- whatever, double freedom birds. Yeah, yeah. and he pays the thousand dollars. And so many people tried to petition to pay the money for him. Oh, People wow. were giving him $1,000. Because they were like, you saved our city from what should have been a slaughter. Yeah. Like, they... We were outnumbered. Oh, so he took the he took the ladders out of the British ships? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. He like, literally sat there I and mean, just shot he, people. If he the people did. actually knew that the British were just idiots and bad bookkeepers, yeah. well, they probably wouldn't have given a shit. I'm trying to remember. I did know this more when I was taking American history in high school. But I think what happened was Andrew Jackson was working with the pirates who would like attack the British ships, steal all their shit, and then sell it to Americans oh. for like a really, really low price oh. because the Brits were gonna imprison him and the Americans were like, we won't imprison you if you like work on our side. And so he like, he he was really smart about winning the war. Okay. Like okay. he had some lucky breaks, but for all intents and purposes, we should have He trained rebels that. in the mountains to use machine guns and yeah. rocket launchers. He took Batman up into a cave in the, he, he taught him some monk stuff uh, and then he released Batman. He Raja ghouled him. You barely adopted me. <laughs> I was born. Thank you, babe. Thank you, babe. You're welcome. <laughs> um, 
So all these people tried to pay him the money for him, kept giving him $1,000. We're like showing up with $1,000 checks at the courtroom to pay for this stuff. Wow. And every time the money would get back to Jackson, he would immediately turn around and donate it to widows and orphans of sold of his soldiers who had died in the Battle oh. of New Orleans. He was like, oh. I have money. I don't need your money. There are people who do need your money. And he donated all, all of it. Right. And he yeah, got thousands of dollars. Do. People kept being like, to do. you shouldn't have to pay for this. You're the hero. They love him. They got statues of him fucking everywhere. Jackson Square. Everything in fucking New Orleans is named after Andrew Jackson. God. Um, Andrew Jackson. So, Points to you. Yeah, so that was good. Eventually, Points to you. Yeah, eventually, in 1844, which I believe is like right before he died. Uh, like he died in like 46 or something. Could be. We don't know. Yeah. So, None of us know. Uh, Congress went like looked back into it and was just like judge you're a fucking dickhead and they demanded that the state of louisiana repay andrew jackson with interest and so the state paid him back twenty seven hundred dollars twenty seven hundred dollars yeah so he paid a thousand dollars he got almost three thousand dollars back he died in 1845 that was it's not a bad roi on your investment math 15 to 44 Mm, not great Never mind then. Um, I wouldn't have made that investment. You gotta put it. In, you gotta put it in mutual funds. But well, I mean, he had to pay it. So he gets it back with interest. That's yeah, pretty cool. Not bad. Um, so then, in the early, so it was a, a courthouse for a very, very long time, and then in the early 1900s, it became a hotel. So that's when it was like deeply, deeply, excuse me, renovated. <laughs> Um, that's the big renovation. That's why they say the brick building as it exists now has existed since 1890 because that's when they were doing all the renovations, turning it from a courthouse into a hotel. Um, sure. So that's why they kept the ghost infested bricks. Oh, I love it. Okay. Um, so the hotel is said to be haunted by several ghosts. Several ghosts. Several ghosts. Mm-hmm. Tell me about these ghosts. So there are lots of photos of the, and the the hotel is right next to, it's like a cute little boutique hotel it's right next to another cute little boutique hotel called like the cornstalk it they're adorable mm-hmm. brick the like corn wrought iron the, the, charles the, the, the general charles corncop yep exactly Thank you. um and there's a beautiful courtyard in between the two um and there's a bunch of photos of like they say at nighttime like a mist comes through the courtyard and sometimes mm. you can see figures in the mist there's a gorillas in the mist there's yes gorillas yes. in the mist <laughs> southern gorillas in the mist so, i declare <laughs> This, I'm a gorilla. I'm a gorilla. My back is so silver. Okay, bye. <laughs> Who wants to pick these ticks off of me? <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a ton of photos of. I've done made. I've dropped a deuce. Who'd <laughs> like to throw it at someone who they don't particularly care for? <laughs> Have a lovely evening. I'm going back to my hotel. Um, Gorillas in the Southern Mist. Random sidebar. When I was in New Orleans, we went to the New Orleans Zoo, and there were these two. They were some little monkeys, not like a big gorilla orangutan monkeys, littler monkeys. And there were two of them. There's a male and a female in their enclosure. And the female was sitting on a stick, like sitting almost cross-legged, except she had one foot straight up in the air, like cat style. I'm going to lick my butthole. Okay. But instead of licking her butthole, she had one, she had her thumb in her vagina and a finger up her butt. And she was just staring at my cousin Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> like just making aggressive eye contact. For like a minute and a half, like Catherine walked away. She was like, "I'm, so, I'm so like, I don't know what to do with this monkey." <laughs> and then it stopped, and the Catherine walked away, and we were like, "Catherine, come back!" It stopped. It stopped. And Catherine came back, and the monkey like looked at her, and then sat down again. And she was like, "She's gonna do it again. I'm leaving." 
She was like, <laughs> she, I don't know why. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. <laughs> like one leg straight up in the air. Practicing yoga. The other yoga. one like curled underneath her with fingering her herself. Thumb in her vagina. And, and her, her finger, finger, in her finger, finger in her butthole. Or she could have been like sitting on her finger. You can't really tell. Nobody but knows. She's just doing this and like. <laughs> Making really aggressive eye contact. <laughs> she was like too far away to get a good picture of it, oh but it god. was hilarious. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked by monkey butts. <laughs> um, so ghost bubbles in the courtyard. Um, and they think that a lot of the ghosts that they see in the courtyard are because when it was a courthouse. Uh, this courtyard was an empty field next to the courthouse and that's where if you were convicted of a crime and you were sentenced to death they would just take you right outside and hang you right there oh so they used oh, to do efficient. yeah so it wasn't like it wasn't for the big trials or like big like mm-hmm. treasony kind of hangings they would do those over in Jackson Square in the center mm-hmm. of town but if it was just like a yeah you know you killed your wife we're gonna murder you alright um, they would just take him right outside and hang him right there guilty one stop shop for well, the crime of fucking a horse, you will be hanged in the next door. Well, hanged by the penis hanged until by you the are penis dead. Until it is ripped off and you bleed to death. How that do you plead? Good. Fuck yourself. Go out there and get your penis. Ripped How off. do you plead? We don't care. We don't care. You're dead. Ripped off gorilla penis in the mist. <laughs> yes. Would watch that movie. Um. So some of the other I'm just blowing through it. Some of the other general <laughs> hauntings in the hotel are like people will hear knocking on doors and windows, and sometimes they'll hear knocking on windows that are internal windows. Oh. Apparently, some Ooh. of the older rooms have like a, a high up window that separates the like sleep part of the room from the bathroom part of the room. Mm. Um, and people will hear like someone knocking on that window as if they want to come in, and they're like, "That's the bathroom. There's no one in there. Hmm. You can't come in." Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of stories that come out of room 208. Um, 208 is supposed to be the most haunted room. So if you want to, uh, if you want to have a ghost experience and you want to stay at the Andrew Jackson, you should ask for room 208. Um, they will oblige you. They will. They they don't openly talk about the ghosts, but they don't. If you ask them about it, they apparently don't shy away from it. Yeah. There's also a ton of. I like to go to TripAdvisor and like see what actual people are saying yeah. about the place and mm-hmm. just Google like ghosts are haunted and see what comes up. And I found multiple reviews that were like. I was fucking creeped out in this room. I don't know why I can't explain it. I had to change rooms. Or I left in the middle of the night because my grandson was crying and kept saying that there was someone in his room with us. And it was was all people at 208? Yeah, it was a lot of them coming from 208. Um, So one of the ghosts that they feel like they know, like there's a ghost they see all the time. So like other than ghost bubbles and like random knocks or whatever, they have the ghost of a caretaker. And they think it's a female caretaker, only they never see her. But what happens is uh, she comes... She she comes into your room like so you'll get out of bed in the morning, get up, go to the shower, come back into your bedroom and your bed is made. Oh, well, that's nice. Oh, thanks, lady. That's great. Thanks, Um, ghost ghost lady. Yeah. Yeah. Or you'll like you get up, you go to the bathroom, you take your morning deuce, you come back into your room and the furniture is rearranged. Or you come, you've gone downstairs for dinner. You've had a lovely time. Your room has already been made up. You come back upstairs to go to bed for the night. Your pajamas are laid out in your bed for you. Hey, don't this go to my great. Yeah, she's a caretaker. She like fluffs pillows. She makes beds. She moves furniture around into the original plan that it was mm. in the rooms. So it's 
one of the rooms that happens in almost all the time is room 208. Apparently, they used to have two chairs right by the window. Uh. But then they moved that to make room for like a desk over there or something. So lots of times people will say, I went into the bathroom, took a shower, I came back out. The desk was in the hallway and there were chairs in front of the window. Oh, God. And they're like, and this is a, it's a boutique hotel, so they don't have on-site house housekeeping so housekeeping comes in for like three hours a day does the entire hotel and then then leaves leaves. so it's not like someone's going to come by later and like refresh in your room wow um yeah so she'll like lay out your pajamas for you but apparently if you are like she's a little bit saucy so if you are doing your makeup in the bathroom and she feels like it's too much makeup she knocks the makeup bag into the garbage (laughs) (laughs) no you look like a hussy or if you have like laid out clothes for yourself like I'm gonna wear this today and she feels like it's too much of a revealing outfit she folds it and puts it back in your suitcase for you (laughs) No, honey. She's like an old grandma. She doesn't no, want to hold no. it up. Yep. I respect this woman. Yep. She says, no, thank you. She says, I will fluff your pillows, but I don't want any men fluffing your pillows. Yeah. Um. So that's the ghost of the caretaker. She seems kindly enough. I like that lady. Um, and then there are some reports that people say that the hotel is haunted by the ghost of Andrew Jackson himself. Oh. I don't know why. He didn't die it there. It was a courtroom. He was there for like, like one or two like an he hour didn't live there it was never a hotel when he was there there's no real reason for him to be there i think mm-hmm. it's just people are seeing other apparitions or forms Who and they're just like being him. like it's jackson <laughs> um so there's a there's like uh i forget it's one of the fucking ghost shows who was like we're talking to andrew jackson and i was like i don't think so yeah, i think you're just talking andrew about- jackson <sighs> are you a ghost <sighs> i am zach bagans <sighs> I can't believe I'm making fun of Zag Baggins. He works really hard. Oh. No, make fun of him. He sucks. Um, there, There is some sort of ghost that hangs out there that is super chatty. So if you go with your little ghost box, your little ticket, 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 yeah. ghost box, he almost always talks to you and he says creepy things. Like, I don't want you to leave. No. Now that you're here, stay with me. No. Like, things like that. No. no. Um, Look, I love you too, buddy. But no, like in a like in a creepy way. Apparently, he also hits on women. Oh, he ew. like tells women they're beautiful. Hey, honey, I'm touch my wiener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice rack. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the most prevalent. Go fuck yourself, man. Go, go fuck yourself. Go fuck your ghost out. Yeah. Um, the most prevalent ghosts that they get at this hotel are the ghosts of they think the five little boys who died in the fire. Oh. Um, so they think the the little boy ghosts are, they're just being little boys. They're just hanging out, doing, if you were a child from the 1800s and then you'd grown and seen it change into a courtroom and then eventually into a hotel that now has this, all this weird modern technology and all these visitors coming in to hang out and play with you, they're just like having a good time. They're just enjoying themselves in a little ghostly afterlife in a way that they didn't get to in their real life. Um, yeah, because they were killed by smoke or and fire smoke or inhalation. fire. Yeah, asphyxiation. So mm. up until 2016, because it's a little boutique hotel and it's right in the center of the French Quarter, they were an adults-only hotel. So there were no children allowed on the premises. Adults uh. only. Because the French Quarter Naked is a sex hotel. And shit yep, show. That's what I'm talking it's about. A sex hotel. It was a sex hotel. Dicks um, and butts flopping around all over the place. Um. So uh, welcome to Nolans. So now you can have kids stay there, but up until very mm. recently you couldn't. Um. And people would say. Like they would be like freshening up in their room and they'd turn around and there'd be a little boy in their room and they'd be like, where's your mom? And he'd be like, I don't know. And then she'd be like, 
okay let's I help you and she'll, she'll like turn around and then turn back and the kid is gone or the kid will walk into the hallway and disappear mm. they'll see little kids playing in the courtyard and they'll go over to be like where are your parents there's not supposed to be any kids here and they just fucking vanish go away Ooh, um, smoking shit. yeah they also they like to play with electronics probably because they're old timey they and don't they like know what it, it is so they like to turn lights off and on they like turn tvs off and on they love electric razors they're like really a big fan of the turning the electric razors they're off like and on. my balls didn't have a chance to drop i don't know what it's like to shave yeah <laughs> there was one story i found on i think it was on TripAdvisor of this guy who was staying in his hotel room and he woke up in the middle of the night and the tv was on and it was like watching some like fox Ooh. news no no no. it was like some little kid show it was oh. i don't know how it was Dora the Explorer. Streets on. yeah something it was some little kid show and he was like that's so weird and so he sits up in bed to like turn the tv off and the, he sees the figure like the outline of a little boy sitting in front of the tv all fucking poltergeist style what? watching the tv and he he like gasps or something the little boy turns to look at him disappears and the tv turns off <laughs> i bet the little kid's head just like his body didn't move but his, his head, head just goes like an owl yeah yeah like an yeah. owl 180 degrees real slow yeah and he's just like can you tell me how to get to sesame street <laughs> <laughs> go away um the letter for today is, is d is d, d for death <laughs> <laughs> um so people will um people will like call downstairs to the front desk and be like hey there's kids playing in the hallway can you like you shut, shut them up kids. can you make the kids be quiet i've had it with these brats and the hotel will be like we don't allow children or they'll be like the kids in the room next door are jumping up and down on the bed they've been doing it for hours i can like hear the jumping i can hear them giggling can you please make them stop i'll have you know um, that in hotel dicks and butts no children are allowed yep and there's no one staying in the room next to you so it's oh, not fucking oh, either double fucking trouble um, they hear like little bitty footsteps pitter pattering up and down the stairs. It's um, actually rodents, and that's what they don't want to tell you. <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, and they there was one story I found of a woman who said that she was like, they bring you continental air quotes breakfast in bed, but a it's bagel. basically like, yeah, they'll bring you like a bagel. It's like frosted flakes. Yeah, they bring you a little <laughs> box of cereal, yeah. a little thing of milk, and like a disgusting apple, I'm sure. Oh. Yeah. Um, but so and, then they, and they make you do it so you actually have to cut the box open and pour it into the box like they recommend. Yeah, yeah. They're not giving you, you a don't spoon. Get a and a, no. Fuck you. No, man. <laughs> Um, we're a boutique hotel. Um, so she like had her, she got her breakfast. She put it down in her room. She went into the bathroom to get ready. She came back out. Her cereal was spilled all over the floor and there were little tiny footprints in it. Like some kid had been like, cereal shower. Crunchy, 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 crunchy. crunchy. And then just walked, and then just evaporated. That's a mess. I'm out. Um, I'm out of that room. I would have burned the hotel down the third time. It's her, it's a hotel room. It's not her mess to clean up. That's true. There's no people for that. Yeah, you just wait for the ghost, uh, Ghost cleaner yeah, to the come. Ghost cleaner to come and take yeah. care of it. Um, so there is one particular little boy. His name is Armand or Arnold. They're not a hundred percent sure. They when they talk to him on spirit boxes, it goes back and forth. Armold. 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 Um, and he he loves to hang out in room two hundred eight. So Arnold mm. will. You have a high chance of Arnold coming to hang out with you um, if you hang out in room two hundred eight. So they think Arnold is not one of the five boys who died in the fire. But there was a story. Um, once it became early into the time when it became a hotel, there was a young boy who was either thrown or fell off of the third floor balcony oh. and then died from street smushery. Oh, God. Um, so they think that that is Arnold, um, who 
fell or was thrown off of this balcony and no so good. he's just hanging out um and he is he's good he has good intentions he's just a fun little ghost he may be a little starved for human attention though mm. so he does things that i i don't think i would appreciate so he will like <laughs> he will like poke you until you wake up Mm-hmm. Okay. And good. then when you wake up, you see his little ghost face, and he giggles at you, and then disappears. Oh, see, no, no, Arnold. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Fuck think. that kid. Also, sometimes you'll like be in bed in the middle of the night, and you'll feel a little body, a cold little body, crawl under the sheets next to you. No, nope. like nope. cozy nope. up to nope. you nope. as if to get warm. Fucking hey, open out on nope. that shit. Yeah. Dead. I found one like TripAdvisor review that was like, I felt him put his cold arm around my like stomach like he was oh. like spooning me like a little ghost no. boy just wanted cuddles i just no. wanted cuddles Has anybody no. ever reached back to like try to reach around to, <laughs> no. to give the eight-year-old a hand job yes that's exactly <laughs> what i was asking about <laughs> uh no people get super fucking freaked out and and deuce out they nope out they say no I wonder if, if you, but if you're prepared for it like if you're like this might happen your, Danny Amendola may show up and then try to give me a, a reach around and then I have to give him a own baby reach around myself every, every ghost hunter that has gone and like stayed in the room and been like Arnold come you can be in the bed with me like we'll cuddle whatever Arnold is not the one who shows up it's like a meaner ghost that shows up uh, um, so I think Arnold comes he's when like you a don't, cat he comes when you don't want him to yeah right. you can't be too thirsty um, <laughs> for that Arnold Ghost. Um, but my favorite story of this hotel and the reason that I picked this hotel was this story that I found on a local news station that was this couple who were married in the 90s and they were went to they weren't they went to New, Orleans, to New Orleans for their honeymoon um, and they stayed at the uh, Andrew Jackson Hotel um, and they were out so one night they were out all night on Bourbon Street they're drinking they're having a good old time and they're taking a bunch of pictures with their camera being like woo drunk on Bourbon Street woo look at this Lollery Mansion woo woo show me your boobies yeah it's my honeymoon um look at these disgusting fruity drinks Mm -hmm. um so they were out all night on Bourbon Street and then uh the wife tells the husband her new husband like Okay, as a surprise for you, I booked us a swamp tour tomorrow, but it starts at like 9 a.m., so we got to be up and out of the hotel at 8 a.m., so we got to go home and go, we got to go back to the hotel and go to bed right now. And she's like, I want to get wasted. And she, no, they're like super drunk at this point. Oh, okay. And she looks at the camera and she's like, okay, we have three pictures left and I don't want to have to wake up earlier in the morning and go buy more film. So mm-hmm. no more pictures tonight and we'll use the remaining three pictures tomorrow when we're on the swamp tour and then we'll get more Film. more film after that because right. this is before the days of digital cameras yeah stuff. man so they were like okay cool um so they they go back to the hotel room they go to sleep they wake up in the morning go out on their swamp tour and all the pictures are taken on the camera and the husband the wife is fucking furious at her husband she's like i told you don't take any more pictures we, have, we don't I have any you for, harold i asked you for one goddamn thing <laughs> i wanted to take one picture last night and three today and you fucked it you fucked it all! You fucked it all, Harold! <laughs> I got a hangover! Um, so she's super mad. She like lays into her husband. Her husband's like, I don't take the pictures. I don't know what to tell you. Doesn't believe him. I don't know mad. how cameras work. So she, the, she's like, whatever. They have no pictures of their swamp tour. She's very upset about it because this was like her gift to him. She just wanted three pictures right, of a right. fucking swamp. Yeah. Just so three? She gets, so much then care? they buy more film. They have the rest of their honeymoon. I'm sure it is lovely. They get home. They have all the pictures developed. They're like showing them to friends and stuff. She's flipping through them for the first time. And she comes upon these the these three photos that were the last three photos from that role. And they are photos of her and her husband 
naked, barely covered by the sheet in their hotel room bed. Oh, God. And she is furious. She's like, they're obviously asleep in these photos. She calls the hotel. She's like, I am suing you. I want all of my money back. This yeah. is crazy. The hotel is like, we have no idea what you're talking about. You have the only like door, like key, key to that hotel room while you're staying in the hotel room for the night. Uh, we only have one staff member and he's down at the front desk overnight. There's no way anyone at this hotel could have done what? that. Um, there's, it's, it's not possible. And she's, she's furious and he's like I, like let's figure this out they try and figure it out together the guy just wants to look she, at naked pictures of them she calms down because she's like super fucking pissed no, she mean. calms down and then eventually she like kind of shows the pictures to the hotel manager guy he goes back into the room to like try and figure out how the pictures were taken mm-hmm. and he realizes the photos are taken from on from a like pointing down view of the bed like an aerial view down at the bed and he's like it's a floating ghost he's like look there's there's no way because of how this angle is situated a adult on a ladder someone have brought a ladder into your room to take these pictures down at you on your bed which by the way you would have heard we couldn't have got these angles we can't get that high of an angle on this and they tried and tried to recreate them and they discovered that the only way they could get the photo is if you were literally floating on the ceiling oh my god the ghost stole the camera. That's a mess. Took naked pictures. <laughs> what a pervert so ghost. So perverted ass ghost. So I assume it is Arnold who has moved beyond looking for cuddles and is now making his own pornography. Yeah. yeah. So maybe be careful if you stay at the Hotel Jackson. Wear clothes. Wear clothes. Don't. I mean, maybe don't ever be nude in your hotel room. Don't ever. Because, yeah, he's starting a revenge porn site. And it Arnold's may feature revenge. you if you are not careful. Arnold's revenge porn. Yes. Wow. Um, wow. Which brings me to my beer. And my beer, I picked Straw Gator from Abita. And Abita is a local Louisiana Nine. brewery. When you're in Nylons, there's Abita fucking everywhere. Um, and I picked Straw Gator. It's a strawberry Doppelbach because I wanted to make them drink disgusting hurricanes so and like blue, fruity, yeah, disgusting we, headache drinks. Um, I appreciate it. And so yeah. I decided, fine, I'll pick the like. I'll pick the fruity beer version of that because hurricanes are disgusting. Yeah. Um, so this is a, it's a strawberry doppelbach. It's 8%. 8 8%. 8%. It is uh, the fusion of strawberry harvest lager with a bite of Andy Gator, which is another Abita beer. Golden lager made with malted barley and wheat. It's hopped with German pearl hops for a delicate hop flavor. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has very much hop flavor. No, it has really lip gloss flavor. Yeah. yeah, a little lip glossy. Um, after filtration, generous amounts of fresh Louisiana strawberry juice are added, giving the beer a pleasant, sweet taste and aroma, um, as well as a rich golden cover and slight cloudiness. Yeah, I, I give it a lot of credit for not being like a phony uh, strawberry flavor, which can build up on your tongue yeah. and start tasting more medicinal. Yeah. It doesn't have a medicinal no. taste. It uh, starts a little lip glossy, but yeah. as time goes on, it's, it's less it, and less. It, it's but then less if you, and less irritating. Yeah, the 8% bites away at the lip glossy. It really yeah. does. Uh, but if you take a minute between sips, though... It takes a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me kind of of 21st Amendment's Hell or High Watermelon, yeah. which is also a beer that I enjoy, mm-hmm. but on first sip always has a little lip gloss. Like, you're like, ooh. Not bad, though. I would take lip gloss over Jolly Rancher any day of the week, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, pretty tasty. I don't think it's bad. I also think for being such a, this is like a porch pounder, and it's an eight percent. Yeah, and yeah, this is this is a pound on your porch, and you wake up in the morning, and you're still on the porch. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is you pound this on your porch, and you wake up, and it goes to take a nude photos of you. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yes, it's also the large format bottle was like five or six bucks. Wow. So, oh, that's hard to complain about. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's I'm a not good mad cheap about drunk. Yeah, that's man. all right. That is a cheap, cheap drunk. Yeah. Um, so that's my ghost, Woo! my little perverted ghost. Yay! Um, and that's my beer. We'll be back. Round two. Yes. We were quiet for so long. Oh my god. Oh my god. I was just like, ah. I made you be quiet for a long time when I said shut up. <laughs> I like how you said, I feel like I haven't talked very much this episode. And then Engineer Bob says, okay, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, woman. Hush. Shut your yapper. Shut up. I know you got a story to tell, but I need you to shut up. Yeah. We got Nola. Round two. Round two of part two. Let's get round to Nola. We're going to do it. So, for my story, I'm going to tell y'all about Metairie Cemetery. Ooh. Or Metairie Cemetery. Metairie Cemetery. Because I'm going to be a rhymer. Um, Metairie Cemetery is uh, was formerly the site of a horse racing track that was founded in 1838. Horse racing truck okay um the track was used as a confederate camp during the civil war and was later taken over by the union um once the war ended racing resumed at the track um but its second wind was very short-lived oh no um it was during this time that break its leg and had to be put down they turned their entire racetrack into a glue factory they're like "Mm, we need you for glue no it was during this time that um the man who started the first louisiana state lottery charles t howard applied for membership thurston howard the third that's the guy um applied for membership to the jockey club but was refused was he a genuine jockey Yes. He no, was but he, he was not a midget, so they didn't let him, or a little person. How <laughs> oh, like, dare like, you? Diminutive you, human being. I'm so offended, Bob. Um, well, they know what they are. I'm a perfectly but, average size for a gnome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was refused. So furious, Howard vowed that the track would become a cemetery. And wouldn't you know it, it did become a cemetery. For horses. And wouldn't you know that Charles T. Howard himself is buried there. Would be buried there. Oh. Yes. You got to pick the spot. Yeah. Love <laughs> it. I want the best spot. He goes, I want it right on the um the start finish line. Yeah. 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 Um now this not over what... the bathrooms. Yeah. No. I finished my life here. <laughs> so what you y'all and this is where I'm gonna need some um I'm going to need some participation from All right, I'm, from I'll Vanessa. join in. But no, oh. not from you. You don't You're know. You're not Vanessa? I'm not allowed to participate. <laughs> we pretend to be Vanessa again. I'm Vanessa. I'm Vanessa. Vanessa. <laughs> Tell me how I'll participate. Blah, blah, blah. Now, no, what you need to know about cemeteries in New Orleans is that they work a little differently than cemeteries we know and love in other parts of the country. I that know is that now, was when, Vanessa. When you think cemetery... <laughs> oh my God, just be me for the rest of the podcast. Okay. So when you normally think cemetery, you Do you think, want my scribble drunk notes? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> you think, dig a hole six feet in the ground, throw a coffin in Bye, it. Bye, Grandma. Dump some dirt on it. Bye, Grandma. Bye, Grandma. <laughs> but no, in New Orleans, because the water table is so high you dig a few feet down and the grave grave becomes soggy the coffin fills with water dead people pops push. open yeah. dead person grandma floats to the top and that just is not floating a cereal down the street. i would drink i would eat grandma floaters soggy grandma floaters. dead people soggy dead grandmas yeah. um so Snap, yeah crap grandma 
<laughs> um so before you know it <laughs> i'm sorry so this is like a kid's cereal with like just dead, <laughs> dead people grandmas. like a hat like hi oh, I'm, I'm dead people ghost guy buy my cereal so becomes instantly soggy and milk <laughs> so full of protein <laughs> settlers adopted the spanish custom of using vaults yeah um which is what you see in new orleans cemeteries today little tiny white houses my exactly i knew that and what vaults they- and what they do is that you walk through the cemeteries and they almost look like little streets because you've got like your little houses of tombs mm-hmm. um, and it looks very much like little side streets, which actually led Mark Twain to call the cemeteries cities of the dead. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. So that's in Mr. cemetery. Lover, lover. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so Vanessa, I know you have more information on these fun cemeteries. Oh, uh, yeah. So I took a ghost walking tour and they told us all about cemeteries and I took drunken notes that I tried to They're read real and explain fun. later. So what they would do is they would open up your family tomb. So your family would buy the tomb. Your family would buy this little white house in the middle of the cemetery. In well, your city of the dead. In your city of the dead. And this would become your tomb. This is the this is the Queen tomb. Yep. Um, oh, great. So you may buy it when grandma dies. You may die if you have like a stillborn infant right. or whatever it is. Just and throw then, them in the box. Yeah. So what they would do is they open it up. They have like little metal hidey hole kind of things. Um, and they have screws on them. And you unscrew them. And you open it up. And you put in what they used to do is they just used to put in a body. Mm-hmm. They used to put in the body. And they would seal it up. And they would leave it for one year. And they would not reopen that tomb for one year. Because yellow fever. lots of people used to die from yellow fever. And they were like, we need you to stop being contagious. contagious. Yeah. Stop, stop being, being all yellow with fever. Yeah. And if you had a family member who died earlier than a year, they still wouldn't open the tomb. They had like loner tombs. Yeah. You could rent a tomb for a year. This is um, like a holding cell yeah. for dead yes. people. Wow. And then if at the end of the year, you would either pay to be like fully interned there or they would pull you out and then just be like mass gravesite somewhere else. Yeah. They would eternally evict you. That's gross. Um, so what they did, they opened it up for a year and then they take a giant stick and they push all your remains to the back of your little house where you would fall down into the lower part called the cava or the cave. Gotta love a cave. Sure. Um, Which is where we get the term, I wouldn't touch that with a six foot pole because they take these six foot poles and like push all the old bodies into the back and then put a new body in the front. Right. Wait another year. Do the same. Or however long until someone else dies in your family. And repeat. And then smooshes them to the back and then they fall down, um, which is also where we get the term getting the shaft. Because if they fell down the shaft into the lower kava, um, they were had been shafted. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what they used to do with the dead, dead bodies. Yeah. yeah. They still to this day do it. If you have a family tomb um, and you want to continue to use it, some of them are like, say, like, permanently sealed on them which just means the family doesn't choose to use the tomb anymore which normally means like you could probably buy the tomb from that family and then just put your family on top of their family if like your family doesn't like if you've 10 generations of ancestors in there but you want to be buried somewhere else you don't want to be buried there I don't um, want to be in a pile of other people's I don't people's want to be bones. a pile of grandma. Like, yeah. A pile of other people's grandma. Yeah. Other people's yeah, grandma, I, not even your own. Yeah. We've purchased that tomb so I can throw my dead body on someone's dead grandma. Well, and they used to do like, like all the firefighters from part of the city would band together and buy a tomb and then them and all their families would be in like the firefighter tomb or there was one for like indigent boys I found. Yeah. Um, And like I was telling them that... Uh, 
uh, Marie Laveau's tomb because at the end of her life she was a nurse and she was she was taking care of sick people and then when the sick people died it's your job to figure out what to do with them mm-hmm. so she used to put them in her family tomb because she was rich and she had a very nice tomb in St. Louis Cemetery Number no. 1 which is the fanciest of cemeteries mm-hmm. it is where Nicolas Cage has a ridiculous pyramid of a tomb that was struck by lightning and now has a giant crack up the side of it Ooh. but they're gonna throw his dead body in there when he, he's oh yeah he bought it he bought two tombs Shit, and yeah. Yeah. took them down and put them into a giant fucking pyramid. All the other ones are little housey shapes. <laughs> He's this ridiculous pyramid and people come and kiss it. Um, the Nicolas Cage tomb? Yeah. He's not dead yet, people. Because apparently people kiss Elvis's tomb and he has a whole Elvis thing like he married Elvis's daughter and all that. Right. So apparently... For like six days! It was like covered in kisses and they cleaned it off uh. because he has something called perpetual care which means the Catholic Church uh. comes and takes care of your tomb for you. So they came and they cleaned it off and they whitewashed it again and he found out and he was so pissed there were no more kisses on it and the Catholic Church was like, fuck you. You don't own the outside of the tomb. You own the inside of the tomb. You don't get fucking kisses. Uh. No, no kisses, kisses for, for you. you. Yeah, <laughs> it's really ridiculous. I have pictures. I'll post Ghost them up Rider for us. Ghost Rider was a dumb fucking movie. I'll s- I'll show you pictures of like what the rest of the cemetery looks like, and then ridiculous Nicolas Cage's town. Um. Because he's a crazy. Is that like person. some Freemason shit though. It's like yes, a pyramid. Because and he bought it right as he was going broke, and they were seizing all of his property oh. because the government can take every single thing that you own except a burial plot. Mm. So he bought two of them and made a giant ridiculous fucking pyramid. God. Well, cool. I, cool. I anyway, guess. so Marie Laveau's tomb in the same cemetery. She has a bunch of randos in her yeah. tomb with her because there were people she was taking care of, and then they died, and they she had nowhere else to put them. So she was like, "We'll put them in my, my family tomb." tomb. That's very cool. nice. Yeah, it was very nice. So yeah, that is how cemeteries in New Orleans works. Yeah, they're now, and now you know gorgeous and yeah. knowing is half. And about. sometimes trees take yeah. them back. There's oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. But back to Metairie Cemetery. Wee oui, wee oui. wee. Oui. Um, it is considered one of the newer cemeteries in town. Oh, so fancy, uh, nuevo. See, si. it is a large 150 acre compound. That's with huge. Over 7,000 tombs, and it's actually when you take the I-10 into New Orleans, it's like the first thing you see. It's just oh, like giant. Is a I drove over cemetery. that. I was yeah. like, that's a giant fucking cemetery that's coming Materi. in from the fucking airport. Whoa, that's Masai Cemetery. It's huge because I was like, this is so much bigger than all the other ones. All the other ones are like a city block yeah this one's 150 wow. acres um and it includes vaults from some of these city and state's most prominent figures um including like the um i think the first black um governor of louisiana oh nice mm-hmm. um one of the city's mayors and so it's like a bunch of you know uppity politically uppity, uppity yeah. muckety mucks muckety mucks um but it is also haunted Uh, uh, a a city of tombs and dead people being haunted Haunted? i I refuse to believe it is it um is it old or is it all newer stuff it is um well the people who are haunting it are from like the last mm, 200 years okay so the first um ghost there are two pretty well-known ghosts i don't know if they still haunt the cemetery but one of them is the former police chief of new orleans a man named david Hennessy. Yeah, of course his name is fucking Hennessy. Hennessy. Um, <laughs> who was... Sipping on gin and juice. And his brother, Phil Cognac. <laughs> no. Phil... And his cousin, Jeremy Bourbon. Jeremy Covassier. <laughs> his brother, Jim Beam. Jim Beam. <laughs> and their dad, Jack Daniels. Yep. Uh, he was gunned down by several people oh, no. in 1890. Oh, they shooted at him. Yes. Shooted him in the nuts. So the trial was... So at this time, there were... 
a number of Italians that were in New Orleans. The mob had invaded New Orleans. So people had, uh, they did not like the Italians. Yeah, they still don't. No. They, yeah. They got I a don't whole, like Italians. They got a whole thing of that in New Orleans. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, well, really? They do not I like was the joking, Ita- but they don't like no, Italian No, they people. do not like the Italians. So French was, or Spanish, you're fine. Italian, huh. no. Rich white guy, you're cool, unless you're Italian. Wow. They're all so, Latin-based languages. You guys can't get over it. Apparently... <laughs> It's, it's, it's a language, language thing. It's definitely language-based. This is a language-based beef. Look, That's it. When the Russians show up with their Cyrillic alphabet, oh, yeah. are all, I'll hate nice. them. Then. Get out, you Slavs. Um, but Slavs. So, Isn't that a thing, Slavic? Yeah. I don't know. So, <laughs> what they did was they... Now, uh, David Hennessy did not immediately die. He did live a couple days, but he never... Um, and he talked to people before. He got before. shooted. He got shot by multiple people, lived at least a day, but then died of complications. But in the time that It he, is complicated to get yeah, shot. Yeah, it's complicated yeah. to get shot. You're not Well, also off. in the 1890s when medicine was, you know, real top Bite down on the stick while we cut off your tit. Exactly. Like, <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. But he was talking. Breast cancer, man. Oh, I- <laughs> Apparently he was awake and talking. Um, but did not name his shooters. So it was suspected uh, that at the time... So there was... Um, they were ghosts! There was a, a fight between two Italian families um, at the that Gambinis? time. The Gambinis? And the... The Corleones. The Corleones. Did somebody so, not pay the protection money? That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> so it was suspected that one of the families the had... The Montagues and the Capulets? Yeah, they mm. had paid, not paid. The Montagues <laughs> and the Capulets. They, uh, they wanted to take care of him. Uh, so what they did... They the, get him some cement shoes. Kings. I'm going to sleep some, with the some, fishes. Sleep with go. the catfishes. You're going to go sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's much easier to get rid of bodies in New Orleans, by the way. You yeah. just give them to the Gators. Just give them to the Gators. Who out of the Gator? Isn't that like Bayou uh, Justice? There's some show on like just I Bayou Justice. Bayou Justice. It sounds like a fake. I would watch. It's that a show. fake show. If it's I not made on it Discovery, up. it will be. <laughs> I made it up. But don't anyway. steal our ideas, Discovery. Yeah. Discovery. If Bayou Justice shows up. We will sue you. Fucking Cajun Chef shows up with his gut Ours. and his. his Pot of creel stuffings. So and this is just my gumbo of justice. Gumbo of justice. <laughs> my jambalaya of justice. Just ju- my justice liar. Just <laughs> throwing a bunch of Italians in the fucking river. Just my justice po boy. Uh, no. So they rounded up. They have no idea who shot him at this point, and because the um he was so beloved that the people was like, we need to arrest somebody. So they rounded up nineteen Italians. Just all the Italians. Of course they Just did. anyone who's they could find. Be like, yeah. you're Italian, you're arrested. They, you're um, Italian. You're this gentleman looks arrested. mildly swarthy. Um, and m- they... It's <laughs> <laughs> me, Mario. I shot me. me. <laughs> I shot the sheriff, but I, I did not shoot the, shoot the deputy. <laughs> but, but Luigi shot the deputy. Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo. <laughs> so... The uh, they tried nine men at one time, so there were nineteen that were arrested. Did they know how many people actually shot them? Are they like, look, two of you shot him? No. We charge nine of you. They had no <laughs> idea how many people were there. That's um, Cajun justice, right that's there. Cajun justice. Yeah. You just round them up. Um, well, so feed them the, the trial. So they put nine of them on trial at one time, mm-hmm. and it was they ended in mistrial. Um, Yo shit! <laughs> they had real no evidence. Um, so what ended up happening was the city was so mad that a mob formed they broke into the um sheriff's office or the jail rounded up 11 of them 
lynch mob. They lynch mob. mob. And they killed oh, 11 of the Italians. So many swarthy hangings. Cajun justice. justice yeah. I um, watch this show. Jambalaya justice. And three uh, of the 11 um, people who were killed were Italian nationals, um, which did cause some strain in relations between the United States and Italy at the time. Because, you know, we just murdered three of your people. Who yeah. was in charge? Was it Mussolini? What this was, was this? in 1890. A little bit. Wait, wait oh, okay. before Mussolini. It was like Mussolini's dad. <laughs> His grandpa. Mussolini's grandpa. great-grandpa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mussolini well, Sr. Now I know where fascism comes from. So, but and what ended up happening was the government um, had to pay reparations. Again, this is like two weeks in a row with reparations, but they had wow. to pay reparations to the Italian government. Like, hey, sorry, we killed Hey, guys, people. money doesn't bring dead family members back. But it makes it better. But it does make you give speeches to your populace telling them it's not that big a deal. Yeah. So um, David Hennessy was buried in Metari, and visitors have reported seeing his ghost patrolling the cemetery. Oh. Always dressed in his police uniform nice. as if he's on the lookout for vandals and robbers for who might goddamn come. Italians. Those fucking Italians <laughs> who shot him. He's looking for Italian ghosts to beat up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I just think it's insane that it's like, don't really know who shot him, but they're like, it must be the Italians. Um, I think it's 19. funny that he wouldn't say who. He never I said if who. he didn't see. Yeah. It was night, so he was walking home from his... He was drunk. <laughs> he was it, walking it home from work. He, was, he just ended his shift. It's New Orleans. He was, he was definitely drunk. drunk. He couldn't see. Didn't know who it was. Could have been anybody. Those yeah. dark-haired, olive-skinned Italians yeah. in the shadows. He said he was shot by multiple people. It wasn't. He was just seeing a triple. Just, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was just one shooter. And yeah, it was, was like his wife. He's, He's like, like, it was he a man. shot himself in the groin. And it just <laughs> got infected. <laughs> just fucking wasted on sugar, sugar syrup. Yeah, exactly. He drank shot sugar himself cane, in yes. the dick. He had those grenades. It says, don't drink don't four drink. of them. He had five. He had he, he had, had three five. and a half. He pushed the limit. Oh. He had a real bad tummy ache. Just shot himself I in the like gut to make it stop. I feel like five would kill a horse. <laughs> God. Um, but the most famous ghost in Metairie Cemetery. Ooh. Oh, there's somebody more famous than the sheriff that everybody loved. Well, the one she's more well known oh, okay. um, is that of Josie Arlington. Oh, born Mary Anna Doubler, um, who was the owner of one of the most popular bordellos in New oh, Orleans. Oh, saucy Josie the Arlington. Um, Josie was an orphan who, when she was a teenager, became a prostitute. That's what they did in yeah, Storytown, yeah. right? Yeah. So she ended up, so yeah, exactly. So she became a prostitute and gained the reputation of being one boss ass bitch. Mm -hmm. um, she actually got into a fight with a rival prostitute, Mike Tyson, that shit, and bit off part of her lips and ears. Oh, yeah. shit, yeah. So she was not someone nice to be lips, fucked no with. No more work for you. Like, back in the day, women were like four times more likely to own property than men were in New Orleans because really? there was so much money to be made in prostitution and yep. bordellos. Yep. And it was a, you could have that as a fine job. And like, yep. if you were a freed slave and you could get a bunch of other freed slaves and you could open, open up a, a bordello. bordello and you could make a very substantial living for yourself. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, so that is exactly what Josie did. So once she got to be a woman of a certain age, mm -hmm. it's, you know, you're less attractive. Yeah. She was to 17. The man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she was past her prime. She was past her prime. Not uh, everything was pointing up just, anymore. She just turned 18. Over the prostitute hill. Yeah. And she was uh, over the hill. So what she did was. Saggy butthole. She started oh, she a bordello prolapsed. in Storyville. Uh -huh. um, and that was the neighborhood where eventually prostitution was made legal or yeah. the government decided to turn a blind eye to it. Yeah. They basically said like, and that's our prostitute unit over this there. This is our red light district over here. Yeah. Like this they is where they go. Bell. And Tight. that's where Treme Tight. is now. Oh God. So um, she made a ton 
of money um, as the yeah, owner of this bordello. However, Storyville is also where jazz was invented. Thank you, prostitutes. We're listening to the jazz. Yeah, because people and would looking for just prostitutes. come listen to that crazy bebop and scatting and get their dick sucked. Yeah, well, not this one. Her lips have been bitten off. And yeah, she charges less now. Yeah, she, she still she... makes a decent living. <laughs> so, but I, just, just go, just go. So, okay. but you know, even God. having made all of that money did not protect her from being an outcast in town. So, whenever she would go out outside of Storyville in town doing her normal shopping or mm-hmm. whatever. People would move to the opposite side of the street when they uh, saw her walking because she's a dirty, dirty whore. And um, people, you know, in her neighborhood. So even though she owned a mansion in a very wealthy part of town, all of the women neighbors would gossip about her. So she was always kind of an outcast, even though she had gobs of money. Money does not buy you happiness, happiness, love doesn't buy any of that. It does not. Um, so in her later yeah, I years, I heard she sucked seventeen dicks on the way home today. Did you hear about trying that? Trying to suck any dicks on your way back to the car. Did, cars haven't been so invented, yeah. but I bet she'd suck I a dick in front of one. Um, so what she kind of in her later years, um, she died fairly young. She was only fifty when she of died. Syphilis. Of syphilis. <laughs> yeah. I'm burping. Of dick and mouth. In disease. her later yeah. years, she died um, of a prolapsed anus. <laughs> she found a way to get back. One last time at the rich motherfuckers who always turned their nose down to her, and that was to buy a plot in, oh, in Fancy Schmancy Cemetery. In fancy Schmancy Cemetery. Oh. So it's like, oh, you want to be buried here? My fucking whore ass is going to be buried here too. Oh, yeah. shit. So yeah. she's going to be their neighbor forever. Yeah, yep. you're going to be right next to my flappy vagina lips. That's right. You're going to be there forever. So in mausoleum. So because she had money, she went ham on her vault. Nice. Um, she, Can't take it with you. That's right. So she had a red granite tomb built. Red granite. Red granite. Ooh, Damn. Very exotic. Topped with two flaming urns. Hell yeah. And there was a statue of a woman bearing a wreath at the stairwell leading into the, the door of the tomb. I bearing a child. I thought it was going to be like, she's crowning. <laughs> oh! I was like, why what would the that fuck? happen? Why what would the your... fuck? Why would your brain go there? Why would your brain go I there? I don't know why. Baby, come you on, smiling. Sick. Little happy face down there. He's, doing, he's doing the Jesus hand. He's doing yeah. this. He's doing the little two-finger point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm blessing doing you. It's awesome rap. being a baby! <laughs> um, but no, so the a statue of a woman holding a wreath was Thank on you the for that. stairwell, yeah, holding a wreath, touching the uh, the bronze well, holding door, holding a wreath leading. in front of her vagina, baby, shooting through, shooting through it. Yep, like flipper. Yeah. <laughs> um. So after Josie's death at the age of fifty, she was not old. Um. Rumors started circulating that there were some strange goings on at this here oh, tomb. Oh, at her red marble her tomb, red granite oh, tomb. Oh, sorry. Even yeah, we'll better. Do it. That's um, insane. I really want to see images of this. It still exists. I, I'm going to Google it. I'm um, sure it's on the Google. So people started claiming that they saw the urns on top of her tomb burst into flames. Hell yeah. Um, and other people have claimed to see a red glow coming from inside the tomb. Oh, like a red light district. As if um, the inside was on fire, like there were coals burning, oh. which gave her the the tomb the name The Flaming Tomb. I thought it was like but the I, champagne room. But it's also kind of funny that it's a red granite, mm-hmm. red light district, red mm-hmm. coal. People are like, oh, you know, I'm a fucking hooker and you got to deal with this. Yeah. There's a lot of whoring going on. I like She didn't care. She poured and proud. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Walk of um, shame, strut of pride. And two cemetery workers swore up and down that they saw the statue that stands in front of the bronze door leading into the vault walk away from the tomb. Ah! 
and wander aimlessly throughout the cemetery before disappearing into thin air. And then she'd reappear. And then she'd just back in the, the door. and just be in front she'd of the tomb. She'd be at the tomb. Yeah. Um, She's got to go earn her keep, man. Yeah. So what ended up happening is all these stories started to spread. So the amount of visitors to Metairie Cemetery increased tenfold. And it was all these people who wanted to see... I would read a tomb. I want to see they that. They wanted to see the flaming urns. They wanted to see the flaming tomb. They wanted to see this bitch like get up and walk away. Yeah, I get it. I want to see it. Yeah, so... I am one of those bitches. <laughs> so the families of the people who were in the nearby vaults were very upset because they were like, these people are coming. They're disrespecting the, you know, urns are leaning up against it. They're touching the urns. My family... Yeah, you're not allowed to touch or lean on any of it because it degrades the... Whatever. The oil. Material. Shit, shit breaks down it's, it's just from your stucco hands. yeah shit breaks down really quick oh it's that shitty huh it, they're like bricks and they cover them with stucco but oh. they like they super fucking over fall time. apart yeah, yeah i get it i get it so they it's were, also like a fucking swamp down there yeah like, it's gross so they were real upset that all of these people were coming and like getting close to their family's tombs yeah got you it's like a tour bus is suddenly stopping in front of their house because exactly. Ben Stiller moved next so door so yeah. they or Van um, Halen is stopping in the town so they petitioned the Panama. owners of the cemetery and the cemetery agreed you know what you're right we're gonna move her body wow so they took her body oh damn that seems shitty so they took her body out of the tomb she fucking paid for moved her to an unmarked vault I hope vault. she haunts the shit out of them Moved to an unmarked vault. It's in the cemetery. Don't know where. Mm-hmm. Um, and they sold that existing vault to another family who no still owns way. it to this day. I hope they are haunted as fuck. Um, I hope so too. And what's funny is they also have the initials JA. Uh, um, but you really? can go. But that's they had so, a discount on signs, just like Mexico. Super cheap, just like Mexico, Missouri. Mexico, Missouri, all <laughs> over again. Um, so that family now that is their family vault which they took from somebody else who it's weird not shit their happening. fault it's the cemetery it fault. is the yeah. they shouldn't have bought they shouldn't it. have no way. sold the hurt like taken her body out moved it elsewhere and then resold the vault yeah that's shitty so yeah that is the story of haunted teddies oh that's creepy yeah. that's super creepy i i did she does she still haunt there even though they've moved her to she's still in the cemetery yes i hope she haunts more yeah i hope so Hell i have no fury man i didn't see any stories of like rando hauntings you know elsewhere that could have been caused by her i don't know either if the urns on top of this vault even though they're not owned by josie anymore still light on fire if there's still that red glow or if it's something they move the body and all of a sudden the haunting stopped yeah hmm. i feel not i feel like she was magic yeah no. and there was uh, there was one story too where the um instead of the story of the woman at the door wandering off and then disappearing it was she's knocking on the door as if trying to get into the vault and a lot of people were saying that that's kind of um symbolism for women coming into the um, bordello but Josie always said up and down that no woman had lost her virginity at the bordello huh. so she was saying that the woman at the door must have been a virgin and so she would not let her in right. so some people also heard knocking only had used up ladies Aww. yeah only I mean, used up women that's kind of nice yeah that's shitty I feel bad for her yeah. she was yeah. just trying to do the best that she could in a yep. fucked up world yep and they moved her goddamn body and her fancy granite tomb that she paid, paid for. for and some other family what a Assies. fucking dick! Yeah, I don't like it. that's a dick move. That yeah, is I'm not such a fan. 
a dick move. It's a dick move. That brings they, us to they removed all of the like uh, Marie Laveau's uh, tomb doesn't say Marie Laveau on it anywhere, and it's because the placard kept getting stolen. Mm. Oh. So it has everyone else's name on it, but it doesn't have her name on it, and it's because they literally every single day they would replace it, and that later that day it would be stolen. Wow. Wow. And it's like you have to pay twenty bucks to get into the fucking cemetery. Jesus. Twenty bucks. Well, you gotta take a souvenir, I guess. Uh, Exit through the gift shop. I don't Marie know Lebeau's how you think. You'd have to like uh, have a power drill. To, it's not you easy. Gotta, like, big purse. Yeah. Put it in your big, it's, big purse. Yeah. I mean, why not? So that brings me to my beer. Yeah. Which is, excuse me. So well, thematically well done. Yeah. This is. Uh, you, you, you brought it hard I two did. weeks uh, in a this, row. So for this week, my beer is Modern Times' City of the Dead. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, And it is. That's just like what Mark Twain. Sand. That's right. Um, this is a coffee stout, which is brewed with coffee that is aged in bourbon barrels. It does not have the gross bourbony. It doesn't. Too much no. barrel. It, it just tastes like a coffee, coffee porter. It tastes like a delicious coffee porter with a stout. little or coffee stout with stout. a little extra juice on it. It's just real a little good. bit. It's real easy drinking. Oh yeah. Um, and apparently they sell bags of this coffee, the bourbon barrel aged coffee, at their website. On their online store. So you can buy this uh, here yeah. coffee. Oh, but it's a here coffee. It's a here coffee. It's no chicory. Uh, <laughs> um, it's 30 eboos. It's got a real good yeah, coffee flavor. No eboos. There's a lot of coffee flavor. It is um, it is delightful. Yeah. It's great. It is, it's, it is anytime, very, very delightful. Anytime Modern Times starts messing with coffee in their beer, you're going to have a good time. It's also 7.5%. Yeah. So it's a good strong yeah. burr. Yeah, it's solid. For bourbon, for, for, for barrel bourbon. age, that's not bad. No. no. I mean, it's real light. Like, you can... I get more coffee than you anything. You can kind of smell it a little bit. It's mostly coffee. Mm-hmm. A little bit of that nice roasty smell. Uh, but but the, the bourbon stuff is not real overpowering, which I think is what happens with a lot of that. Because yep. it's real in right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, I aged my, uh, my stout and bourbon barrel. It's like, great. But it just t- it smells it's like... Got like a, it doesn't smell it, but in the... When I taste it in the back of it, I taste like the molassesiness of yeah. it, the sweetness. Yeah. It smells very. This beer is also vegan. You guys, it even all says so on the times. bottom. Is yeah. it all in caps? This beer There's is vegan. vegan. Yeah, Modern Times does that. Yeah, this we is are good. vegan. Uh, but yeah, there this you is go. Real good. This is tasty. Uh, that is delicious. This is the part of There's the show. Not a lot wrong with this beer. No. Where, uh, Bob gets old to Bob. pick the winner. Winner, old Bob. Good Let old me tell you Bob. what I like. I love. I love. Things. I love things. I love ghosts and I, I love, love beer. Ghosts and I love beer. We all win. I love the City of the Dead tie-in. But I also love having to give ghost children hand jobs. <laughs> Who does I, it? Oh man. It's this is the fourth beer of the day, you guys. I don't know. <laughs> and three of them have been right about it. I love 80%. a good double bock and it did it tastes a little bit like chapstick. Um uh, and I was going to give it to Melissa, but I keep thinking about last week's Rabbit Emu. The winner is Vanessa because I'm still thinking because about last, last week's Holdover Rabbit Emu. Holdover hold rabbit, rabbit Emu. Feral Emu. <laughs> Just to be clear, not rabbit, feral, feral. Emu. Still good. Oh, still my good. God. Rabbit dogs, feral, feral Emu. Emus. Oh my god. That is the most arbitrary bullshit that way is, of picking anything. I, I had to I had like, last week was it's, funnier. It's like when Leo won the Oscar. Like it yeah. was his turn. It was it, it was his, his it turn. was his turn. I had to go I Your put it feral into emu was real funny. My very complicated <laughs> 
Figure it out. Algorithm. Algorithm. That I use to judge every episode to just know. You put it in your Bob computer. I have an Excel formula. I just plug everything in. That's right. It does the math for me. And And it does the math for me. And it spit out. out And it said feral emo. Feral Feral emo. emo. Guess who wins? (laughs) I will now tell it exactly what it can do with an entire lifetime supply of chocolate. (laughs) It's very Willy Wonka of you. Um, but yeah, so thank you all for listening. Thanks so much for listening this week. And please continue to listen. Next week, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about haunted movies. Yeah, haunted movie sets, which may end up being more like cursed movie sets or something along that line. Yeah. But like movie sets gone wrong. Exactly. That's the general theme of yeah. it. So please continue listening. Thank yep. you all. Um, we- hey, Nelson, uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah, dear. Uh, if, if I'm a listener and I was yeah. like, look, I love these ideas. but I'm I a listener. Oh, yeah. I'm a listener and I've got a great idea for a show I think you guys should do in the future. What should oh, I do? You know what you should do is you guys should send us an email. We are at boozeandbrewspodcast at gmail.com. So you please, yes, send me. us an email. Let us know what you think a, a great idea for a future episode would be. By the way, yeah. things we also love, we will buy your love. We, we do buy we love. Things we love, reviews, yep. ratings, and reviews. And if you do that on we the iTunes... We ask you for them every week and it's never going to go away. Nope, nope. And if you do it on the iTunes, we will send you some Merkin Grams. When we get a Merkin thousand Grams. reviews, we will stop asking. Yep. Yes. As and we're at 21, thousand, so we're at 21, so we got a ways so to go. Tell all your uphill. friends. It's an uphill uh, We will battle. buy a thousand bags of goddamn Teddy Grams. That's right. I will Nippy go to Costco. Grams. It's fine. Yeah. I'll draw little nipple belts on them. None of them will be off-brand. All of them will be original Teddy Grams. That's right. Yep. That's right. We do so, send them to you in the mail. So rate, review, subscribe, please, on the iTunes. Uh, continue listening to us on SoundCloud, on the iTunes, on Stitcher. Yep. Now, if you just want periodic updates from us of like weird stuff we're doing, funny things that Good happen, giggles. on occasion, live videos of us making Rice Krispie treats, <laughs> which is what happened today, you can thank follow you for us on... Watching Listener Ashley. Yeah, yeah Listener Ashley, thank you so much for... Kissy, kissy. Okay, Bob, Bob, oh, that that. got much. creepy. I'm a married Hi, man. Listener Ashley. Listener Ashley, thanks for watching. Stop <laughs> it. You are married to me, damn it. Hey, that's a good point. Hey, what's our uh, Instagram address? Uh, it is Boozer's <laughs> Podcast. That's cool. You know, uh, Instagram is owned by the uh, super internet conglomerate Facebook, yeah. which uh, we, but, but bizarrely, we don't have the same. We're also on there, but it's not the same address, is it? No, it's what just, no, it? it's not. It's just booze and brews. You can find us on there. You can interact with us. You can tell us dumb things. We'll tell you dumb things yeah. back. We don't give a shit. Yeah, That's it's right. It's not our full Instagram already had a booze and brews, guys. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Wasn't our idea. Uh, but then uh, Twitter. Yeah. You know what? Twitter's a lot of fun. Yeah. We're on there. We're sassy. Phone's uh, sassy. Oh, yeah. Come at us. We'll come back. Come, well, we're going to come right. at you. With we got with, gifts for days. Yeah. We'll put that pimp hand down correct. What's the address? Booze and brews. Do we have any other ones? Any other social medias that people need Is to Is that not around? enough for you? Do I you mean, need that's to like interact with us, us on more platforms? I don't Look, know. You can email us. You can Facebook us. You can Instagram us. You can Twitter us. That, if that's not enough, you got some issues. Contact us on all four. We will send you a, uh, a home address and you can send us a pigeon, a carrier yeah. pigeon. That's yeah, right. send us a carrier pigeon with all of your great ideas. But yeah, so please continue listening. Yeah. Thank you please all for listening us, to this. Uh, yeah, please do send us ideas. Uh, we're doing haunted movies because of Listener Dustin. Yep. OG fucko Listener Dustin. That's right. Love Woo-hoo. you. Woo-hoo. Um, Love you, yeah. Send us suggestions. We will do them. Yep. Continue we listening. We don't care. We don't care. As long as they're not shitty, we'll do them. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they are shitty, I'll probably do them. If they're shitty, we'll talk about it. And maybe Mello will do it and I'll do something else. <laughs> so, so listen, stay tuned for that. And yeah. until then, cheers. cheers.